Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, July the 23rd, 2020. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. We got another great show, although probably shorter than it has been the last couple of weeks. Not that that would be hard to do, since the last couple of weeks have been like three hour long podcasts. Today will be a little bit shorter than that for a number of reasons, not least of which being it's actually kind of a, a thin week for news, but uh, Mr. Black is on a tight schedule. He's a busy man. He probably has to go and change into his Superman outfit and uh, and go buy up another five or six houses today. It's probably what's going to happen, is my best guess. That's a rock star in your hand, sir. Hashtag not ad. It is. It's been a hot minute since I've seen a, a rock star in your hand. Well, I normally don't uh, drink energy drinks this late in the day, but... um. Yeah, I got some shit I got to do after this, and then so you need that energy. I need it. I that need it. Menergy, banana mm. fizz, bitch, and gun. Still one of the greatest YouTube videos of all time. Uh yeah, no take the off a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you've never been here before for whatever reason, you're somehow stumbling across it. We talk about video games. We also talk about movies, television, and occasionally poop stories and lots of dick analogies. It's pretty much the summation of this podcast. If that sounds good to you, we've got some good stuff for you for today. Mr. Black, the biggest news we can, of course, get to first with uh, with the Xbox show. But before I do, there's a very important sentence I need to hear come out of your mouth. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it was all right. It was uh, another week. Uh. You know, saw a lot of family this week, which was nice. Yeah, it was your mom, mom's birthday, wasn't it? Uh, today is her birthday. Ah, so, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but they were over yesterday celebrating. So, yeah, that was fun. And, yeah, tons of voiceover stuff this week just came out of nowhere. So I'm doing that. And other than that, it's just another same old, same old, same. Well, it was a little bit of a mix-up. A little you know, mix-up. It was up. a little mix-up. A little mix-up. Something light. A little mix up this week with the the family get-togethers. Always nice yeah. to have. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Same here. Nothing crazy. Uh. I've actually just been super dead fucking tired for about ten days now. Every time, wait. Doesn't matter how much sleep I get. I wake up. I'm tired. Just mm-hmm. it just does not matter at all. And not like, not just mentally tired. Physically exhausted. Like whether I'm working out or not, I'm just my body just doesn't want to do anything. Like my. I'll, I'll I'll do like the most menial thing, like pick up this this bottle of water that's full of water right now, and it only weighs about maybe two and a half pounds. <laughs> and if I hold this bottle of water for more than ten seconds, a fatigue starts to set in, and I'm like, "The fuck is wrong? <laughs> What's wrong with me?" <clears throat> um, so it's just been like you know, it's been one of those weeks. You're just tired all the time, uh, kind of thing. I've been forcing myself uh, myself to still work out uh, pretty much every day. Some days I won't do weights if I'm super tired, but I'll do cardio, bare minimum. I'm on the fucking treadmill. I walk uphill for a mile, and then I run for two miles. There you go. Yesterday I didn't get the full two miles run. I had to like I did like a, a mile and a half, and then I was just gassed, and so I had to walk the the rest of it. But my goal is to always do three miles in total, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know I just put on like YouTube or whatever, and. Away to races. You know what's yep. you know what's some dog shit though, bro? You know what's some what? absolute all right, look. YouTube has turned up the ad fill 
oh, I know. 150,000. We're, we're getting double ads now on, on when you watch videos. Back-to-back fucking ads. Like, add yeah. one of two, and you're like, all right, skip, and then it's the next one, and you got to wait. Unless it's a Google ad, then you can never skip the Google ad because it's Google, and they can do whatever the fuck they want. Everyone else, you can skip, but not Google. And you'll... You know, and for me, I just have like I don't have like a, a real safe place necessarily to put my phone. It's above me on a shelf, leaning up oh, against so an old you stereo. Go, you gotta like go and click and the I'm, damn thing. I'm running at not what is it? Well, I run at nine and a half miles an hour, so I'm fucking moving, and I'm like trying to like with some semblance of 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 like mechanical arm skill, press the skip ad button, dude. I almost had a catastrophe the other day. My phone, I pressed it. It didn't do any. It like paused the video, the ad instead of skipping it, and I was like, "Fuck!" Mm. And I went back in and hit it again, and it fell off the shelf. And I'm running full sprint, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And I like caught it, and I almost like I almost ate the fucking treadmill, and everything went down. And I was like, "All right, this is enough of that shit." So now, so now I'm I'm careful what videos I watch. You can see when you're gonna get blasted by ads, and I'm like, "No, yeah. that's not it." Next video, <laughs> next video. Um. I actually have an ad block. I have a proxy ad block on my phone. YouTube just gets around that shit. YouTube's gotten better and better at, <laughs> at the ad block thing. Desktop, you can get a bit better. But mobile, it's tough. <clears throat> it's tough out there. Uh, either way, other than that, it was another week. Finally done my um, my review for uh, Need for Speed Heat. Uh, Mark is working on the video uh, for that. Uh, at the moment, I forgot to give him the Patreon list, but other than that, that will be done. And then I'm on to Paper Mario Origami, whatever the fuck mm. is, the, is the next one. I wanted a break from all the games feeling the damn, you know, the damn same. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to do another shooter. Didn't want to do another action adventure game. Uh, you know, fantasy, whatever the fuck. I wanted something a little different. And mm-hmm. uh, Nintendo always providing a little different. Going to go for that Paper Mario, which I haven't played since the original one on the N64. So I'm kind of uh, good time. I'm kind of hoping that this one's uh, good as well, which I've heard pretty good things so far. So we'll see. But this wasn't a Nintendo day, Jeff. This mm. was a Microsoft day. In fact, it this was. was the Microsoft day. This was the day that they have been talking up ever since they got off the meth pipe on that third party developer fucking showcase they did that just was absolute travesty level of bad. Mm. Then PlayStation showed up, did a pretty good job, but they didn't have to do anything special because the third-party showcase that Xbox did was so terrible. And so it was a freebie. They got in, they did their job, they got out. Then it was the pressure back on Microsoft, but because the third-party showing was so weak, they had to do doubly as good on Mm. this first-party showcase. And that is what happened today, the Xbox first-party showcase. Did you see any of this, Mr. Black? Uh, I started watching a little bit of it when I was waiting. Um, there was like a blip going on with no pixel. And so there was a down period and we watched like three, four minutes of it, but it, the, the feed was so laggy. I don't know if it was just, no, the, the most of the, depending on where you watch, was it the YouTube feed or whatever? YouTube. The, what, yeah, yeah. That one was rough. Yeah. Not, not only was it like laggy, but it just looked like ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, oddly, Twitch Twitch's feed was better. Usually, Twitch's one is the one that's a little rough, and the YouTube one is better. But this time around, was not the case. I think it was two different people running those those feeds, though, which is probably the reasoning behind it. But 
Uh, so what four, three, four minute section did you see? What was the what was the part you saw? Um, it was basically just uh, them. It was like Master Chief uh, shooting dudes and like just Halo. So you did see. So you did see the Halo gameplay. gameplay part of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yep. that's good. Because that's obviously the biggest, that's the elephant in the room, if you will, was, yep. like, we talked about it before, we both agreed, the the first party showcase needed to be big, but the thing, the the, the linchpin, the, the keystone, was Halo Infinite. And not just for the, uh, not just for the event, but for the Halo franchise. The, the franchise is basically dead. Yep. And it needed, Infinite's first real showing needed to blow people away which is an unfortunate task because they're doing most of this work now from home because of the fucking space godzilla problem and so getting this all put together is probably a hellish nightmare yeah um and so i will preface what what i will mostly be saying about this i don't know what you what your take will be after what you saw i will preface it by saying that i can only hold so much of this against the developer obviously yeah uh, there's only so much that you can do in these circumstances. It's obvious that, that the, the, the coronavirus hit during a part of development that was, they needed in-house development time and at home was going to be way more difficult. I have to believe that that's the case because I can't, because this was so bad, Jeff then I have to put the blame on the on the coronavirus situation to feel good about 343 as a studio that should continue making Halo games. Because it was really bad. But before really? I go... Okay. Be, be, so before I go in too deep, how is your take on what you saw in your three... So you saw about half of the, the total show. Oh, Okay, so it wasn't like an it was insane an eight amount. Minute, it was an eight-minute... Okay. Plus yeah, I saw a little bit of a trailer. I probably saw a little less than half. Okay. Honestly. Okay. Um my uh, I mean, I'd have to watch the whole thing in order to kind of uh give a uh Well, just from what you saw. So like what Well, I mean, I, from from what I saw is is different than than what you're saying. So I well, I saw, we just might have been interpreted yeah. it differently, obviously. I mean, if you I want saw, to look at those links, you'll see like some screenshots. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then there's a one minute trailer there that's a little shorter that uh, that showed off the sword uh, and something else as well that I thought was weird they didn't put in the main showcase. Um, That's also there. But. I mean. Okay. So yeah, so from I get uh, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I okay, so I just watched that little minute yeah. trailer. Um and the trailer looks a lot better than what we saw at the event. Yeah. I um I'll be honest. I didn't hate it. Okay. Um that's good. That's good for them. The, the, when I was watching it on stream and as I'm watching this minute clip, I actually think it's a, it's a step. It's a giant step in the right direction. Okay. At face value. Okay. And the reason why I say that is it looks and feels like old halo 
from what I from what I saw. Now I right. have to watch that full eight minutes, and yeah. I might have a completely different uh, take because, like I said, I saw a few minutes of it, mm-hmm. and it was laggy, and it was like the stream feed was bad. But from what yeah. I was seeing, um, that was the first time you seen a grappling hook. You, you want to watch kinda... this fucking shit? I'll set it up. We can watch it. We don't have a lot of news this week, or do you want to watch it later? Um, I mean, it's fuck up to you. I, yeah, I mean, I, I we don't. I don't. For all the listeners that are just going to listen to noise and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I, I think I'm pretty much going to say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, whether I watch, I don't the think whole your opinion is going to change all that much. If you saw yeah. at least half of it, it's not going to change much. Yeah. Um, the whole grappling hook thing. I'm not a big fan of Master Chief getting these new things. Um, I just think it 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 just feels cheap when they do stuff like that. But I'm just going to let that go. Uh, and from what I saw from just like the shooting, the, um, the, uh, the, the, like the bad dudes, the aliens, just the overall feel, um, seeing the frag grenade, like, you know, catch somebody midair, um, different looking monsters or whatever. It kind of that, what the trailer did is it brought me back to old halo and yeah, the graphics aren't. It, it's not what I expected. Um, I thought that the graphics were going to be better. Um, not saying that they're bad, but I thought that they were going to feel more modern, like more up to date. Not saying that they weren't, but it really. I am felt saying like, they weren't. I mean, they're, yeah. they're 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 like if you go back and you watch the eight minutes, there's a part where they go to the map and then they jump out of the map, and it's almost two full seconds of watching the game load in the entire environment in real time. Yeah. Uh, and even when it's fully done loading in, it still doesn't look good. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, continue. So, yeah, I was expecting more graphically, but at the same time, because I want old Halo so bad, and I know that I can enjoy Halo without these crazy graphics and these you know, crazy new abilities and stuff, it almost adds to the game. It almost makes the game feel more authentic and in a, in a weird way. I know it's not what they're going for. Hmm. Uh, I know that they don't want to have their game load in for two full seconds and have things look like paper uh, and things like that. I totally get that. But in a weird fucked up way, it almost puts me even more into the old school Halo uh, which is making me a little bit more intrigued into the game because ultimately, I think I can speak for a lot of Halo fans. They just want to go back to old Halo 2, Halo 3-ish era and re-experience the old Halo the way it was and not all this new stuff. And from the few minutes I watched, I got that immediately. Like It wasn't even like, holy shit, that reminded me of old Halo. Well, it, was, it was hard not to because to they literally started this entire demo out. Um, I don't, I don't think you would have seen the beginning, but the starting of this whole level is almost an exact replica of the second level of the original Halo. Your pod goes down. You step mm-hmm. out of the fucking pod. You're in a big green world, seeing the ring for the first time. Covenant there, pretty much right off the rip. Yeah, that like it's you look up. There's a like a banshee ish thing that flies overhead. Birds fly. Like if I want to, I want to see somebody do the first level of Halo or the second level of Halo and this trailer next to each other because like the first forty five seconds to a minute 
mm. is almost a one-to-one fucking copy mm-hmm. of that. And I think that's intentional, obviously. Yeah. They're looking yeah. for the, the nostalgia hook. Yeah, and they hooked me. I, I, when I say they hooked me, mm. I don't mean as With in like, oh, man. Hook. Yeah, yeah, no. I don't mean <laughs> that either. I'm not like, oh, my God, I'm sold, man. I'm going to fucking run out and buy me an Xbox and get me a... You know, get me some Halo Infinite. It's a big no for me, dog. But at least they've got they've got my attention. And yeah, I know I'm seeing some of these photos, you know, these links that you sent me. And yeah, some of it's a bit embarrassing. But I mean, ultimately, Halo as a franchise is a bit of an embarrassment. And everything that they've been doing is a bit of an embarrassment. And I can let go of these stills uh, and all these, you know, grappling hooks and weird things. As long as it feels like old Halo and I can play some multiplayer for a few hours and enjoy myself. That's all I want. And a good and a good campaign. I mean, campaign is a must. But and it looks like they, they might succeed in that from what I'm seeing. That's where I'm at. I didn't hate it. And trust me, dude, I wanna I wanna like shit down the throat of Halo. <laughs> I do. But I'm not just gonna hate on him to hate on him. I didn't hate what I saw. So, um, so what are your, before I say my piece, what are your views on, I don't know if you saw the Twitter link there where it was 343 expanding a bit on what Halo Infinite is, whereby they say 343 views Infinite as a platform that grows over time. Infinite is the last standalone release for the foreseeable future. New story content will be for Infinite, uh, and then the ray tracing is coming after launch. That's a really, that's multiple bullet points to say that they're turning Halo into Destiny. Is, for all intents and purposes, what that means. They're turning Halo Infinite into a game as a service. They're releasing everything under the Infinite name for the foreseeable Mm. future. And when they say foreseeable future, that means you're a minimum of five years or more. Infinitely so. Infinitely so. Um, Everything under the Infinite brand that's that's the show it's an open world game it is not a it is not a level by level basis mm. i don't know if you caught that i didn't in the, know that in the, I, I that it is that. an open world game if you watch the eight minutes you'll see the map pulled up it is fully open you drive around um that is also likely part of the reason why it looks like dog shit is because the moment you do an open world game Makes there's a sense. lot more going on uh it's uh, a lot more demanding now i will say this there's no reason for the Series X game flagship Halo title, even in an open world environment, to look like a 2004 game, because that's what mm. it looks like. It looks like a 2004 game up-res. One of those links that I put in here is literally the Halo 2 uh, Anniversary Edition over top of... I believe that's what I have. Yeah, it's the second link. On top is the Halo 2 Anniversary Edition. On the bottom is Halo Infinite. It's and crazy. I want you to tell me that even in an open world game, the yeah. flagship title from the flagship intellectual property on the brand new ultra next generation console is going to look like that. And you yeah. look at some of the other the other screenshots and stuff of the feed, um, you know, we're talking about textures that aren't completed. We're talking about shadow mapping that isn't done. We're talking about LODs where the trees look like super low res, like you're playing a game on low settings because your computer can't handle render distance. Yeah. Um, we're, we're talking about uh, the Master Chief's own arms being low res, low texture quality. 
the grappling hook look like it's clipping through his fucking arm as he's reloading guns and shit. It's, it's, it is, and this, then that's why I prefaced all this with the whole, you know, the, the space Godzilla thing, because what you have to understand, I guess, as well, and what you have to go in uh, to this with is that, is that not only are they fighting this thing, uh, and building this thing from home, but they are also under the pressure of getting this ready for the launch for the console. They don't have the they don't have the leeway, it seems, to push this back if they need more time. They just only have as much time as they're given, and that's the show. That's mm-hmm. why you see them talking about ray tracing coming in a patch after the launch. Yeah. They're not even getting features that other games are 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 going to be enjoying. So, um, you know, you know what Infinite strikes me as? It strikes me as a game that internally. Somebody pressed the reset button at some point. Like a complete fucking reset. I don't believe for a second that this game, has, this game as we're seeing it today, has been in development for the entire time we've understood Halo Infinite having been in development. I refuse to believe it. We would have seen a lot more gameplay and a lot more shit a lot sooner if that was the case. The fact that we're four months out, this is what we're getting as a trailer, as the flagship run in the first party thing for the Xbox Series X... And it didn't include any multiplayer. And then afterwards, when Jeff Keighley questioned them about that, and they were like, hey, why wasn't there any multiplayer shown? It's like, oh, we're going to wait and show it at the right time, which is code word for it looks and plays like ass. It's not balanced. We can't show it. And oops, we still only have four months, which means we have two months before this bitch goes gold. And then it's a massive day one patch that we hope to be have done in time for the launch of this fucking console and game. So this is a this is a game that probably needed another full year of fucking work as a start. Now they're going to get away with it a bit because they're it's a game as a service and they're going to upgrade it over the life of the fucking game. Yeah. But there is uh, this is not what regardless of the circumstances in which this was brought to everyone's attention today. This game's going to get fucking burned to the ground online for at least the next two two fucking weeks. Um, this yeah, game I, is I not, clips, sir. yeah, this is not what they needed for Halo mm. or Xbox Series X. When Sony comes out with their shit and shows their first party stuff, you know what it looks like? Mm. Pure unadulterated sex. Because they put everything into making their first party flagship titles look incredible. Yeah. This looks like shit. Hmm. From a gameplay perspective, I still don't even get that much OG Halo out of it. For really? me. I don't even get that much out of it. The most I got out of it when I was watching it live, I said, this is literally a recreation of the second level of, of the original Halo. Other than that, there was nothing. There wasn't even music for like the first two minutes. It was just like watching dead alpha gameplay uh, of a dude walking around and doing the campy shit that I hate about gameplay trailers that I know now means the game isn't completed uh, in any major way, where they're, like, slowly walking and then, like, oh, look, the birds are flying by. Let me put my reticle on them and follow the birds flapping in the fucking breeze as they mm. go on by. And, oh, look, there's that there's that Covenant ship flying overhead. I guess I'll look at that real quick and now go for a little saunter over to the Warthog and we'll take a look at the map. And the map now just looks like a fucking Ubisoft game. And then you get out of the map and you watch the game load itself back in frame by frame. And it looks like a pile of ass. And then you drive a little bit. And then it's time for combat. And we're on easy mode. So we can do things like grapple hook a fucking elite while he's shooting you. 
and slowly pull yourself to the elite, which physics wise, I know we're supposed to, I know this is a video game, but the Master Chief weighs like a fucking ton. And we got a grapple hook on a fucking elite who I do not think weighs a ton. And we're pulling towards the elite and not the elite pulling towards us. Only to get in close enough to throw a grenade sticky on him and then run away from him because, oops, I just grapple hooked my ass into an elite and threw a grenade on him and I got to run away. Then we see the one shining beacon of something I was interested in in this entire game, Jeff. You know what it was? Limb damage. The brute is running down the ramp. He shoots the brute in the leg enough times he stumbles and slows down. I was like, fucking, yes. Awesome. That's an evolution of Halo gameplay. There's always been armor-heavy related shit, whether it's overshields and stuff. That's yeah. an evolute, a proper evolution of Halo gameplay. I was excited. Shot the helmet off the brute and stuff. That was the, great. I'm on board. That's fantastic stuff. That was the only positive I pulled out of that entire experience. Mm. He pulled that grapple hook up to pull himself up to the next level. I was checked the fuck out. Like, what? the only reason that grappling hook exists is because they've gone full open world and they didn't want to give people other ways to get around the environment. And so what do they do? Slap about a your little jetpack? Jet like, didn't they have these stupid fucking jetpacks before? Like, I'd rather the jetpack than the grappling hook. Yeah, yeah me But too. then they were like, grappling hook, we can do like, I bet you you're going to be grappling like shields off of fucking enemies or grappling like armor parts off of enemies or some shit. Or like, like we saw him like grapple hook uh, an explosive barrel and then one arm. Fuck, this gives you an idea how heavy this motherfucker is. He gets an explosive barrel with a grappling hook and one arm fucking Tom Brady yeets the thing like fucking 90 feet away to blow up some, some shit on a turret. I, dude, it looked bad. It looked fucking bad. And, uh, it's not what they needed for Halo, and it's sure as shit not what they needed for the Series X. You know, they're... Uh, props for them for showing gameplay with the game in this state, to be completely fucking honest with you. Because <laughs> they this really game didn't was, have a choice. They didn't have a choice. They don't have a choice. I mean, you gotta um, you got you got to do it. I'm not going to argue with anything you said, man, because everything you said made sense. Like, I'm with you. Um I still don't hate it. I still don't hate the look as much as you did, but you know, when you kind of put it, when you put it into terms like that, it, I see exactly where you're coming from. And I didn't know that it was an open world game. Yeah. I didn't know that they were planning to pour all this stuff into this, you know, and from an art perspective, if I'm going to be, if I just look at it from an art perspective, the thing that, 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 that hit me the hardest was that if you go back and you look and probably one of those um links anyway uh where you're seeing like the, the grouping of them maybe is that the first link uh no the first link is just the fucking that face oh my god anyway there's another link uh i i don't think i have here um uh, but the the it looks like it looks like the enemies were taken from one game yeah. and the environment was taken from another game Yeah, and they put them in the same game together. Yeah. They, they look like they stand, they, they stand out in an unpleasing way. It's not in the type of way that you'd like to see where when you're playing a game, it's nice to have really realistic graphics and stuff, but as a player, you still want to be able to discern your enemy from the, the environment around you to a, a certain degree. You know, mm -hmm. you don't, it's like having a perfect 
you know, night, nighttime with no light, like whatsoever. People don't, people think they want that until they're given it. And they're like, fuck from a gameplay perspective, it's terrible. But from this, it looks like two different games, models and environment brought together and they don't mesh like whatsoever. Um, I think that there's still some promise for the game. Uh, I, I don't think this is 343's best work. I understand that it's largely because of the coronavirus situation for them working from home. I also still believe that this game, at some point, had the button reset. Like, I yeah. think, like, I, this game strikes me like they were two years deep and yeah. somebody came in and nuked it and yeah. they had to start over again. Um, yeah. They might have, dude, they might have nuked it the moment all this collector's shit went to fucking tits up um you know either that or someone just said hey uh this is starting to feel too much like everything else we put out and everything else just didn't work let's go the destiny route the problem is is destiny is actually in a good spot now after years and years of ups and downs and destiny just looks pardon the pun infinitely better which is bad because uh, I was talking about earlier. It's like Destiny is actually still not that good of a game. It's not that good of a game. And but it's better than this. It just looks infinitely better. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a gamble that'll pay off for them. Um, I think it's a smart decision making one game that you can just update and kind of go, go along. I mean, you look at something like uh, No Man's Sky. You know, look how well they're doing. And yeah, this game might come out and it might be enough to get people excited, but then they're like, you know what? I'm going to hold off until it gets these things. And they might start updating this to get it to a point where if they listen to the community, they keep putting in the work, they might actually get this to a place in two, three years where it's really something to celebrate. From what I'm seeing right now, this looks like a, a valiant effort to... make Halo look like old Halo. But as you've explained as to why it doesn't do it for you, I'm kind of, you're, you're changing my opinion a little bit and it, it's starting. And I just watched more gameplay footage while you were talking. It's starting to look more, not like Halo. (laughs) as I'm starting to watch more of it. I think it was just, Honestly, I think what it was is how bad the graphics were. Is what was putting, <laughs> and I'm not. I don't even mean no, that joke. Well, I mean, no, that's but that's I, it. Yeah, I actually think. And then now that you have those stills beside each other, I really believe that's what it is. It's like the graphics are so poor, and I didn't realize it was open world. And that's exactly why it's poor. Is it, it's open world, and you're gonna have a ton of people in an area. You're gonna have big open worlds. And, you know, there's going to be long draw distance and you're going to be loading shit in and levels or areas are going to be loading in like a game of Minecraft. And, you know, it might look better uh, on 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 a PC down the road when you can, you know, fuck around with settings and shit. But as of right now, it just. So the last thing I'll say on it, I guess, um, is that. So for me, the other thing that, that stood out to me was how awkwardly slow everything felt. Even for a Halo game, it felt mm. it felt molasses-y. Um, and I don't mind that 
for no, a Halo game because no, I am it, tired of the hyper fucking. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to be like. I don't. Yeah. I don't mean I need to be the Flash. Yeah. But but it felt slow. It felt slow in an awkward way. Is I guess the best way I could put it. Like, uh, and, but not just the movement. Everything. Like if I, when I went back and I watched it again, the first time I watched it, I, I think I said out loud when we, I was live streaming and I said, guys, am I crazy or do even the explosions look slow? Mm. Like everything just felt like it was moving through fucking uh, quicksand mm-hmm. uh, visually, like the particle effects and everything. It just kind of looked slow and sluggish. Um, uh, I guess, I guess the... Other than the, the 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 limb damage that it appears to have, which I think is phenomenal, and I think it was would probably be something that I wouldn't have even thought if like somebody asked me what's the next evolution of Halo Combat, it's you know Halo Combat for me in the in the single player has always been fantastic artificial intelligence that that isn't necessarily super smart, but they fake it really well. They yeah. always find a way to get to you. Um, and surprise you, you could play the game a million times. It never feels the same every yeah. time you play it. That's a cornerstone of Halo, uh, single player campaign and, uh, the pacing, obviously it is slower. That's why I don't necessarily mind it, but it felt awkwardly sluggish, not necessarily the Halo slow that I'm used to having limb damage makes perfect fucking sense. And it's not something I would have thought about. And I'm happy they have something like that in there for sure. I think before... I really check the fuck out of this right now. If, as this game is, if this launched, I don't think it's selling pretty much any consoles. It's going to sell a few because it's Halo. Yeah. And that's yeah. about the only reason it won't be for any other reason. Yeah. Uh, before I really double down on that statement, I need to see multiplayer and I'm shocked that we didn't see any today, but that's also alarming to me because we're within eight weeks, six to eight weeks of this thing going gold. Yeah. Um. Maybe nine weeks if they stretch it. So, uh, you know, whenever they plan on showing multiplayer, I think that's what a lot of people are waiting for now, and that will be the real tell as to just what kind of shit show we're getting ourselves into with Halo. But for me, as of today, right now, watching that and seeing the grappling hook and all that nonsense, especially since they made a big deal of it, like you when you if you watch from the beginning, they have a cutscene of the girl like at her computer making the thing and you're seeing the grappling hook like be formed onto his arm that tells Mm. me they're really invested in that and it's not just like oh we're gonna grapple our way around for fun in the world they're focusing on that being a mechanic like hardcore so i saw that and i was like i said to chat i said get out the fucking coffin dancing meme because halo's dead this isn't halo anymore this is this is three four three desperately clamoring to find a new market that isn't the old Halo market that wants something more like a Destiny painted Halo and hope that yep. they can monetize it long term. I don't I don't I this isn't three four three's best work, but yeah. I don't if I have to be honest after what I've seen from them in the past as well and how they've handled this I don't think three four three is the studio to be handling Halo anymore. Period. And and hopefully they prove me wrong because I don't want to see one of my favorite franchises up and fucking die. Oh, it's gone. But man. it's it's seeming like it's super fucking dead right now for sure. It's gone. What else we got? Uh so in that in that uh that uh, that showcase we did get obviously other games than just Halo. Uh, so we saw a game um, from I can't remember his name. 
but a, a well-known Japanese developer that's coming back to work with another well-known Japanese developer to create a game called Balin Wonderworld, uh, which kind of takes, you know, in the more recent Mario where, like, the different hats you wore, the different shit you could do? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like uh, that concept in a in a uh, in a in an, in an action game format. Um, very colorful. Definitely looks like it's skewing towards kids, but you know, you, it would still be like a Mario where it will appeal to people our age. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like eighty different, uh, eighty different. I guess I don't know. You wouldn't call them costumes. I guess either way. Um, they come with all their own different abilities. So you're going to be interacting with the environment in different ways. And whatnot, so probably solving environmental puzzles using different outfits uh, and whatnot. Um, but we didn't see enough to really get a definitive idea of just how that will play out. Mm-hmm. But it looked, it looked new. That's what I. That's it looked new enough. Like it's borrowing ideas from other games. Yeah. But what I was excited, what I wanted to see most today in this showcase, wasn't just Halo, Gears of War, Forza, fuck, like you yeah, know. The, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to see. Just yeah. give me something new. This was yeah. new, and so I just sat there. I was like, yes, yeah. good enough. I'm on board. I'm interested in, in seeing some more. So we got that, uh, okay. and so that was, uh, was kind of nice. Uh, then, we, then after that was, because that, that was in the pre-show, then we watched the Halo fucking shit show. Then we got the, another trailer um, for Everwild, which was that rare game that everyone shit on when we saw it at E3, which was like, like that very... Uh, animal woodsy yeah, hippie yeah, yeah. hippy dippy Zelda looking thing kind of right? Zelda yeah like in the in the visual ish uh, yeah. it's called Everwild um yeah, that's we yeah. we still didn't get gameplay it's still it was just another is another trailer no gameplay and honestly yeah. I wrote down my next note here was no gameplay because most of what we saw today other than Halo's eight minute thing no was, gameplay was no gameplay yeah, there was a couple not. of trailers that were gameplay. Uh, but no UI and stuff like that. You could tell it was actual gameplay, but it was done in a trailer style. We weren't seeing, like, sit down, show me gameplay. Even for the games that we had already seen trailers for in the past that you would think we'd be getting more from now, we're still just seeing trailers. And I suspect lots of that has to do with the coronavirus situation. Obviously, it's it's taking longer and longer for them to get to a point where they can show playable copies of the games. But let us not forget, Adam. Sony managed to do all these things. Well, that's for better. Yeah. Like whether, like it depends on where they were in the development of these games. It's just it, regardless of what the situation is, it's bad on Xbox. Like it looks bad on Xbox because Sony did show more gameplay at theirs than Xbox has in this one. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head. But it's you're not wrong. Sony pulled it off for whatever reason. It doesn't really matter because to the to the person watching at home, it they're just matter. interested in what whether or not they're seeing gameplay, and that's a shitty situation for the developers to be in. But that's yeah. also just the reality of it, right? Um. So Everwild was there, and again, it looks pretty, but we haven't seen gameplay. We have no idea what that game even really entails. To be honest yeah. with you. Uh. Next up. Probably one of the more exciting things that a lot of people were were pretty jazzed about was, uh, you know, the game Ori and the Blind Forest and then Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Yep. Okay, so they have Ori and the Will of the Wisps is getting a complete overhaul for the Series X where they're going to do, where it's going to be 4K, HDR, 120 frames per second. Damn. 
Uh, and that's going to look, I mean, Ori is a pretty game. That yep. game, 4K HDR 120, is probably going to look fucking bonkers. So, uh, and it's a really good game, too. I mean, Ori, and nobody plays Ori and goes, this is a shit video game. All the, yep. they're, they're, they're good games. So, um, not a new game, but nice to see and probably will look beautiful. You have a decent TV, like something like you've got in the living room, for example. You plug your fucking, uh, you know, your Xbox Series X and you play that 120 hertz, even 60 hertz. 4K HDR, Ori's going to look fucking orgasmic. So, uh, so that was nice to see. They were, uh, I, even I was excited about, about that and I won't even ever see 4K 120 HDR. I mean, the TV, the cost of a TV for that would be <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> um, next up we had the Outer Worlds, which was, uh, the, you know, it's already out. Um, uh, that's the Obsidian game that everyone was super excited about because it was like the Fallout New Vegas crew yeah. making that yeah. game. Uh, it's an expansion. It's called Gorgon, uh, where they're literally going to, I guess, another planet, it seemed like, or, or something like that. Um, it looked like more Outer Worlds. So if you were a fan of Outer Worlds, great news. You're getting more Outer Worlds. There you go. It did nothing to grab my attention, but if you liked Outer Worlds, great news. There you go. Uh, after that, we saw Grounded, which had a hilarious trailer, by the way. If you get a chance to watch the trailer. I don't even want to, I don't even want to repeat the jokes because they 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 took me by surprise. You'd no idea the fucking jokes were coming. 10 in a 10 trailer. Grounded is that game where you're like the, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids backyard survival oh, game. That's right, that's right. We uh we saw something at one of the like in the past. Um fuck, what was it uh isn't it kind of like Minecraft almost? It is like, a, yeah, it's a survival yeah. game where you build like Minecraft but you're in the backyyard of like some yeah. of like the house and you're surviving you know, like the spiders and the bugs and the ants and yeah. whatever the fuck the all, all right, that stuff. Let's, hey, let's watch the trailer. Do I have do I have do I have that there? No, you don't have any of this stuff on No, on I this. don't have No, I didn't have the trailer for it because I didn't know how much time we'd we'd have to get through that stuff. Uh but uh but give me one second and I will pull it up for you. Uh, grounded trailer. Honey, I shrunk the kids. I believe this is the right one. If I'm not All mistaken. Right. Just let me know when. All right. Three, two, one, go. If you're waiting for the biggest game of the year, the biggest game, then wait for Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're ready for the smallest, we've got you covered. <laughs> From Obsidian Entertainment, the makers of games that are nothing like this one. (laughs) (laughs) This summer, strive together to thrive together. Or just feed your friend to the spiders and go solo. (laughs) Guy fucked right off. Dude, this game looks pretty fucking dope. I'm not gonna lie. Battle fucking Battletoads. Battle uh-huh. 
Bro, that game looks like fucking fire. I'm it just does, go doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's gonna it's gonna have to be like it's gonna have to be a really bad case of the trailer did too much for the game before before it's like a disappointment because that game yeah. looks it just looks fun. It looks like a like an action packed Minecraft, uh, without it being as you know in depth. But well, what a unique idea! You're like literally, honey, I shrunk the kids. You're out in the yeah. backyard. You know, yeah. it's it's. I think it's gonna be obviously big with younger you know people for yep. sure uh but fuck i'm 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 on board uh, on board for sure yeah uh cool. and if you're waiting for the biggest game of the year cyberpunk 2077 i fucking died well, when I that's well that i mean shit. the the thing is cyberpunk ain't coming out this year so i mean <laughs> but if you're looking for the smallest and we've, we've got, you got you covered <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, they showed that off, that was the trailer they showed, this is the exact trailer, we didn't see anything else, but you can see in the, in the trailer there was gameplay, it was just shown in a trailer format, uh, all, everything we've seen about that game has been in-game, just shot with a free camera, even the old yep. stuff we've seen has been that, so that's what you're going to basically be seeing yep. in the game minus the UI, um, and the building looked kind of cool, like it, like it, yeah. it, it didn't look, what I liked about it, what I've liked about it so far in terms of the building is that the buildings don't look like they belong somewhere else. They actually kind of fit in with the yeah. environment. Some of the some of the survival game stuff just like you build a building and it just looks like it looks stands out like a sore thumb. This actually looked like it was part of the environment. So yeah, yeah it looked uh, looked pretty cool. I'll, I'll re- I really want to know more about it, like how many people you, we might even know this that I don't know, but um, but I want to know like how many people you can get and play together at the same time. PC people are going to want desperately private servers and stuff like that to run like their own community stuff. Um, but we don't really know the scale that they're looking for with this. Yeah. We don't, we don't know, yet. know how depth it is. It might be like actually just very basic. You never know. Right. And I wouldn't even care Yeah, because sometimes you don't need something crazy. Sometimes you just need something simple. That's it. Done well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, next up after that, where are my notes? It's the wrong page. There we go. Uh, we've got Avowed, which is another Obsidian game. So Obsidian's busy. Um, Avowed is, uh, you know what? Oh, fucking, oh, you know, fuck it. Adam's got a list of segments here for the podcast and we've, we've hit one of them. On, the rest on of the-, the rest of them are like, like fucking <laughs> short as hell. That's why we're spending so much. This is the bulk of the news this week. The rest of it is just me reading the news basically. Uh, so one second, I'm just going to pull up that trailer, but it's true. We, we were on like the first bullet point, but the rest of the bullet yeah. points are like, whatever. Um, about... yeah, I, I should have, I should have linked these trailers, but the problem, the problem was that I didn't know how much other news there was. And as it turns out, there's not really any other news this week. So, so. We can soak this up. So this is Avowed. It is a, uh, well, I'll, I'll just let the, the trailer do its thing, but this is from Obsidian. It's in the world, I will say this, this is confirmed to be in the world of Pillars of Eternity. All right. Um, I will, I will say that. All right. Three, two, one, go. We have always known war.
It forged our empire. Legolas shot this arrow, by the way. heroes into queens and kings. And decimated our foes. Now our oaths are lost. Forsaken. Forsaken. Hmm. Hey, it's a well done trailer, though. I like it. And you must face the monsters. Looks like the Dark Souls safe place. It does. Our sins have borne. Is an oath worth the weight of a crown? Intriguing. That wasn't a bad trailer. No, I liked the direction of that trailer was fantastic. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, and it got me it got me interested because you know what that is, Jeb? You know why I'm hype about this? Somebody finally and somebody good, somebody with some R RPG cojones. Some 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 actual experience. Obsidian, one of the best RPG game makers in the mm -hmm. industry. I like Obsidian a lot. I know some people didn't, but Obsidian makes good stuff in general. It's rare for them to make something truly poor. Like you you usually get at minimum good. Yeah. Um this excites me uh, a bit because it looks like somebody looked at Bethesda and what Bethesda has done with the Elder Scrolls series. Saw that they're basically crawling on the ground legless after getting blown up by their own hand grenade and said to themselves, you know what? If there was a time to get in on the first person open world RPG, this is the fucking time to do it. Yeah. They're down. The, the behemoth is down. They're weakened. And the Elder Scrolls six is like a nah. million miles, a million miles My away. My son will play it in a in a JPEG that they've shown at E3. That's how yeah. far away the Elder yeah. Scrolls Six is. We've got some space. <laughs> let's let's knock this bitch out the park and take a slice of that pie. Because name me another open world RPG, and maybe this isn't it, but that's exactly what it fucking reads at the end of that trailer. Yeah. Name me another first person open world RPG that has even bothered to try and go toe to toe with the Elder Scrolls. There's None. a reason nobody does it. It's because it's incredibly difficult to do. And it's and nobody's wanted to go up against them. But now that they've basically weakened themselves, where they have the same fucking engine largely band-aided together with other fucking parts to to create three different decades worth almost of fucking of fucking game content with the same bugs that they had in, in Morrowind showing yeah. up in Skyrim. Yeah. And it's then time. like it's time. This is it. And I'm I, I want one. I do too. I want one. I want to get excited about an open world RPG again. First person yeah. like the the like the Elder Scrolls. I want to get excited about it. Yeah. And so uh if Look that good. is in fact what it is, awesome. Either way, the trailer has me interested. I want to see some gameplay. We probably won't for another year, but hey, you've got my attention, Obsidian. Uh just maybe the name could have been a little less generic. Avowed is not really going to stand out. <laughs> well, other than that, there you go. Uh, next up after that, we had... Uh, I can't even read my own handwriting. 
You know, I said this on the stream. I've gotten worse and worse at handwriting as time goes on. Like, I, I, I write so infrequently that the moment I pick up a pen, it's like writing in a foreign language now. The shit's just fucking terrible. Uh, oh, this is the Senua, the, the, uh, Sen, Senua, Senua Saga, Senua's sa- Saga, Hellblade. It's Hellblade, yeah. Hellblade 2. Um, it was pretty much the same trailer-ish thing that we'd seen before for the most part. Nothing, nothing new there. Obviously, it looks visually stunning, Stunning. but we don't, we don't know anything else. Although I'm sure it's going to also in the gameplay look visually stunning uh, because the last one did. And so I can only assume that the next one is likely also going to look good. Uh, next up we had Jack Black bringing out the pipes, Jeff. Oh, for Psychonauts 2 sang oh, a, sang a song. Yep, that went in know. with the Psychonauts 2 trailer, and that was another another one that was a trailer, but it was gameplay pretty much the whole thing. Yep, and uh, and it it looked exactly what you would hope for. Somebody did an extraordinary amount of drugs, and then created a video game, and that person was Tim Schafer, probably with Jack Black at the same time, and they they came up with it, and it looks like if you went into that game, wake and bake or on a couple of shrooms, you might actually not come back from that trip. That might be a permanent trip in one direction. Um, and uh, it looks like Psychonauts, which is to say, it looks pretty good. Uh, you know, Psychonauts is one of those games that, uh, you know, flew under the radar a bit. It's kind of culty, classic-y kind yep. of deal. Um, I got it back there. You got it back there somewhere. Uh, and, you know, anytime you can get Jack Black singing a song, I'm there for it. I saw him live in Las Vegas a couple years ago, New Year's Eve. Blew your mind, didn't it? Blew, blew my mind. That shit happens to him all the time, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2 was shown. The new, the new expansion coming in the fall, I believe it was, Beyond Light. Mm. So they, they showed some snippets of that. Mm. Uh, they showed, uh, and they also said, <coughs> excuse me, 4K60 on the series X. So you're getting the full blown 4k 60 on the series X. Uh, and it's also coming to game pass. Uh, mm. in fact, to make it simpler for people, everything shown today is on the game pass. Every single game in this list is coming to the game pass. Damn. So it was not like some are, some aren't. No, you got game pass. That shit is everywhere that you, Damn. uh, yeah. Which is fucking pretty Insane. huge. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> uh, because there are still some pretty heavy hitters in this list. So next up, Stalker 2. Uh, I never played the original Stalker game, but lots of people in chat were getting excited about it because I know it is a, a, a well-received game, the first one. Did Halo you play on Game Pass? Yes, it's on the PC. In fact, it's on Steam right now. You go look for it, Halo Infinite. Wow. Yep. Wow. What else can you say but wow? That's all I can. I just got to own Wilson it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's impressive. Uh, so Stalker 2 is there. Then next up, we got what looks to be another uh, first-person uh, shooter uh, set in the Warhammer 40K universe. It's called Dark Tide. Mm. Uh, and so that was showing up. Just a, the, no gameplay. That was just a CG trailer. Then we saw that there's a, a I think, some sort of update of sorts to the uh, to Tetris Effect. Which was like the latest Tetris game that actually got massive and sold like a bajillion copies. Uh, and so there you go. You can't go wrong with Tetris. Then we got a trailer for a game called The Gunk. 
and I gotta be honest, of all of the games, this was the the least inspired, least interesting. It showed uh, nothing. It was... Uh, I can't even describe it to you. I, like, it was... It didn't look interesting. Uh, but, you know, go look it up. The gunk. Whatever it is. Then we got a little bit more from the game The Medium, which I think you, you might remember from the third party. Uh, that was the Silent Hill spiritual successor of sorts, the, the survival horror game where the girl was like a medium, a psychic. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so they showed more of that. If you don't remember it, go look it up because it actually does look really fucking good. Um, an intriguing part of this is that during parts of the game, it will render... Two worlds, again, it's very Silent Hill-esque, where you've got, you know, like, normal world and then, like, shit's gone tits up world. Uh, and they render both worlds, you have, you see your character on both sides, and they mirror each other, but they run fully rendered at the same time. That's I don't, cool. I don't know what that's going to mean for gameplay mechanics, I can think of a few things, maybe, uh, but that's kind of a cool concept for sure. And uh, the medium looked, uh, lo- yeah, it looked really good. And so we did see a little bit of gameplay here and there. And uh, and they even, I think Jeff Keighley was talking to the developer there, I think for a short while afterwards as well, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, go and check it out. If you're a Silent Hill fan, it definitely looks like, yeah, it looks cool. like a Silent Hill and uh, um, looks unique, which in the horror game genre, other than, the fact, yeah, other than the fact that it is obviously heavily inspired by Silent Hill, it's, just, it's it's the closest thing to unique the horror genre has probably gotten in a hot minute. So, oh, it also reminds me of um, it actually reminds me of that other game even more so than Silent Hill. The one uh, I think you beat it as well, and it's the one where you're like in the mental institute and you go in like you go into like a chair. Um, fuck, somebody's gonna say somebody's gonna say oh, it. Oh, um. The one that I, I fucking hate with a passion, the evil within. Yeah. <laughs> evil within. That's yeah. what it, dude, that's what this game, this evil, it looks the, more evil within than it even does Silent Hill. Yeah. Like, like huge evil within vibes. And the evil within was also very Silent Hill inspired. You know, yeah. you got the two, the psychic, the, 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 the psyche, lots of players, like the mind and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and so I'm there for it. I like that kind of thing. That's why I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of uh, double talking when I say it's unique, when it's really borrowing heavily from Silent Hill. I think at the end of the day for me, I just want more Silent Hill. And this is giving me the closest fucking thing to Silent Hill than we've gotten in ages because PT got canceled. Because once again, anytime I get a chance to say this, hashtag fuck Konami. Um... It looks good. Definitely go check it out if you haven't seen the trailer, guys, or seen more of the gameplay they released today. Then we got Fantasy Star Online 2 Genesis, uh, which is Fantasy Star Online 2. It took them the pretty much full 20 years to get that shit in the West, and now that it's here, they're promoting the fuck out of it. So There you go. Uh, if you're a Fantasy Star Online person, good news, Xbox Game Pass. Which again, just, again, all of these are on the Game Pass. I don't think people understand how fucking wild it is that all this shit is coming to the Game Pass. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Then we got Crossfire, which looked basically like Crisis. I mean, it it was almost identical to Crisis. So, um, otherwise, it was very generic military, U.S., bro, uh, bro, bro, shooter 
thing. I mean, it looked pretty, but that was about it. Otherwise, it was just, you know, it's another bro shooter, uh, American military based, whatever the fuck. Uh, we saw Forza, uh, as well, of course, because you have to show off Forza. It was not very much because it's not a launch title. They're not launching Forza with the console. Uh, however, the Forza team, they did talk about this. The Forza team specifically worked with them when they were putting the console itself together. So they're milking this console for all it's worth. Mm. And they showed off a little bit of gameplay in this trailer. And I have to tell you, the shit looks fucking crazy. Mm. (laughs) You don't see a lot, but what you see is fucking crazy. I don't know. I don't know how else to, to, to describe it. So, uh, that was exciting to see. And they are, they're calling it, they're just calling it Forza. There's no number. And he said, that's intentional. We're, he said, we're resetting the franchise. We're, we're, the scariest thing was always when they say we we're trying to modernize it, taking a new direction. That just sounds like games as a service to me, but mm. I'm going to hold out and hope that they don't do that shit, uh, too crazy. But yeah, it looked, uh, it looked pretty crazy. Uh, I said crazy a thousand times, but that's all it looked, uh, was nuts. Uh, then after that, it was the classic... Before we go, one more thing. Mm. And they cut, and the first things that came out of my mouth was, were two things. I said, this is going to be Fear one of two things. No, nope. I said, this is going to be Halo multiplayer that they didn't show at the beginning of the show, and they were just debating us, or it's Fable. Guess which oh. one it was. Fable. It's Fable. Uh, obviously, no gameplay, teaser trailer. Uh, but it was the original Fable announcer, you know, that the, the yeah. announcer voice dude uh, was there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, but the interesting thing is, and why, oh, you wouldn't, wouldn't remember this, but eons ago, maybe even two years ago now, when Xbox's division was first starting to buy up all those studios, like Ninja Theory for, um, for Hellblade and all that stuff, remember when they bought out entirely Playground Games, which is who makes Forza Horizon the Forza Horizon series. So they get arcade Forza game, not the mainline Forza, but the Forza Horizon. And they bought them out entirely, made them first party. And they said that Playground Games was going to be working on something totally different from a Forza game. Like like it was good. I can't remember if they said what genre it would be. In a million years, I wouldn't have placed it that it was going to be Fable. But that's exactly what they're doing. Playground Games, the people that make Forza Horizon, are making the next Fable. Which makes it super interesting to me, because you could not possibly get two games... That are very as different as possible. ...that are any further apart in genre than yeah. Forza Horizon and fucking Fable. Uh, and so, if they pull this off, Playground Games are going to show themselves to be... I'll say this, if they pull off Fable and do it really fucking well... I think Playground Games will be shot up as top five developer on the fucking planet just on the two games that they've been making. Forza Mm. Horizon as a series is the best racing game as a general package, bar none, with a competitor not even fucking close behind. The only people that would bring up something else would be somebody who wants like a a hypersim that you get on the PC. Not even, no, like, Gran Turismo and Forza, for those people, aren't even sim enough. They want more sim. Like, they're, mm. they're the PC game sim, uh, like, oh, fucking, I can't even think of, like, uh, Project Cars or, like, Corsica, maybe, or some shit. They've got, like, $7,000 in racing equipment strapped to a fucking Ikea desk. Mm. Kind of, like, that, that kind of people. Otherwise, 
Yeah, iRacing, yeah. Otherwise, Forza Horizon is by far the best racing game on the market by miles. If they can go from that to making a really good Fable game, what the fuck, uh, what, what can they not do at that point? Like, like there's, at some point, I mean, what are they going to do? Do a real-time strategy game? Like, what else could they possibly, like, the trifecta of, of polar opposite gameplay? Mm. Um, yeah, so that's going to be the most, for me, of the whole show, that was the most interesting development just from that standpoint where it was, look, they made Forza Horizon dope, but fuck me, Fable is a far cry from Forza Horizon, so... We'll have to wait and see how that goes. I doubt that we're going to see anything from that for probably two years. I I suspect Fable is probably two to three years out uh, at this point. Um, I suspect it's been in development for about a year, maybe. But um, based on the time that they bought Playground Games and what they would have done to like being assigned the the franchise and whatnot now that Lionhead Studios is gone. Uh, so it's going to be some time. However, hey, that was the Xbox showcase. So in total, not, not a bad showcase. The problem was Halo was like their crown jewel and it came out looking like fucking, you know, a dispenser at the local fucking dollar store that you get a ring out of it. It was the photo of the Big Mac on the poster, and then when you open it up, you go, whoa. This doesn't look the same. I guess it's a Big Mac, but this was... <laughs> and the worst part is we got to wait to see if it even tastes like a Big Mac, Jeff. We don't even know I, yet. I asked for no pickles. and There's some pickles on here. Water. Those pickles have grappling hooks. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get onto the burger. They used grappling hooks. Oh, my. Uh, so there you go. That was the Xbox showcase. Overall, not bad. Just not bad or, or, or even, I'm not going to say not bad. It was good. Just not good enough after they, yeah. they did the third party first. Sony came in. They needed something stronger. They didn't get there, especially since they led with Halo so confidently. And now it's going to get, like, people are going to forget most of the showcase. They're going to come out with Fable as a thing and Halo looks like shit. Everything yeah. else in the middle is going to get largely forgotten, unfortunately, and it's just going to be those two things. So, uh, yeah, there you have it. Next up, and finally getting out of that bullet point, Jeff, Gears 5, which is already out, getting a higher particle count boost on the Series X than the PC gets, and it's getting 120 FPS multiplayer on the console as well. So the Series X... Just to reiterate how Halo should not look so shit is pumping out Gears 5 multiplayer at 120 FPS, and I bet you it's probably going to look a damn slight better than Halo does doing just that. Uh, Next up, we've got Xbox One S and the Xbox One X production has halted as the Series X uh, gets closer and closer. So expect uh, those things to not be available forever at this point if for whatever reason you were going to buy one before the new console came out. Uh, now would be the time, because they are halting production. I got one new in box still, and I'm not even going to open it. I'm just going to... There you go. Leave it. it. Yep. Let it simmer. Uh, then we had a rumor that the PS5 will be a limited to one customer. Limited one per customer is what I meant to say there. That uh, makes at sense. launch, which makes sense, especially since they already said that supply is going to be rough 
up yeah. front for obvious reasons. Uh, I don't think this is going to stop scalpers no. from going to every single store on earth and buying up, uh, no. you know, whatever they can, but at least they're making an effort. You can't I, walk into a store. I, for one, will probably buy three of the consoles when they just come out. Mm. And then I will have one uh, for myself. And then I'll have another one for trade bait or whatever. And then I'll have another one to resell to get my money back from the other one that I bought. Because these consoles, I'm telling you, they're going to they're gonna sell out. And then people are going to pay ridiculous amounts of money for these consoles. You're going to get like a 30 to 50% markup just from having the damn consoles. So I'm going to say, hey, Kayla, we're going to go over to wherever we're going and we're going to buy one each and then we're going to go somewhere else and we're going to try and buy another one and I'm just going to hold on to it. And I guarantee you, I'll end up coming on the podcast and be like, bro, I just sold a PS5. I bought it for like 700 bucks and I sold it for over a grand. It's guaranteed. It's true. It's very true. Uh, and you won't be the only one doing that shit because it's going to sell like hotcakes. Yep. Uh, after that, we've got a, oh, another trailer to watch, Jeff. Are you ready for this trailer? This one comes in hot and fucking fresh. And, and on the, on the pantheon of, of things that I in a million years would have never imagined could possibly get greenlit without somebody saying we should not do this. This might be number one. Okay. It's called Gamer Girl, Jeff. Hmm. Let's watch the trailer. You ready? Um, my body is ready. Three, two, one, go. Peggy 18. Shit's already rated 18. You know where this is going. Oh, boy. Hey, everybody. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. Water time. Break time. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking serious? All that uh, junk has been taken out my stream. Yeah, we are the mod. Oh, come on. No. What in the... Moderator, what do I do? Like, do I answer it? <gasps> we should go for drinks <gasps> after. Yeah, maybe. Yeah? I know, what do you guys think? You got that, guy? No. Soak it in, Jeff. You're streaming again. What's it to you? A new FMV experience. Branching story paths that matter, Jeff. This can't be real, man. This can't be real. Gamer Girl, a new FMV experience, Jeff. <laughs> wow. So, as you might imagine. Oh my god, bro. That didn't go over so hot when they when they dropped that. 
And so oh, it's been taken off the website. Bro, it's been taken. Out. This game is not even going to come out, bro. This can't come out. This is somebody got fired. This is this can this this is a joke. Like this is like something I'd see on YouTube making fun of these types of things. This can't even be real. Oh, it's real, Jeff. It's real gamer girl, and you play the moderator, helping her make choices as she stretches and shows her cleavage just like the best of the best in real life, Jeff. It's the way of the future. And then, by the way, remember all those girls that aren't aren't like that, but they get stalked constantly? Well, now they can live out their real life in this game where they get stalked as a gamer girl. The FMV experience. <laughs> so there you have it. So that got pulled down. Obviously, it was it was pretty much um, it was pretty much lambasted, top to bottom, by everyone uh, when it dropped. And I didn't think it was real either. Shock, bro. I'm like I've. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Gamer girl. Get it, get it while it's hot. Who's who's this who's who who's developing this? Here's a question. If that game did come out, which I don't think it's going to, if that oh, game hell no. If that game did come out, does it immediately go on to Twitch's banned list of games you can't play? No, it doesn't. And you know what? I'm playing it. I'll sell the fuck out, hit a sub goal. I'm I would in. play, dude. I would play the shit out of that game I'm for sure. In it. Sell me the fuck out. I'll play the living shit out of that game. Dude, that game's going to sell copies. That's why they fucking did that shit. That yeah, game's going to sell copies. Everyone in their dog is going to want to play that for the lols to it's make true. fun of that shit, bro. It, it's a train wreck. <laughs> and I actually want to see it wreck bad the question is does that's the streamer, a spectacle game it does the streamer in gamer girl maintain t- appropriate twitch tos clothing the whole time probably not but we all know that doesn't matter bro what kind of crazy inception would this be the fucking gamer girl streaming her playing her in the game bro. wow that is this game is a spectacle game that viewers can watch multiple people play just to see the reaction of the streamer. I need this game to come out. This is the worst thing and the best it, thing I've ever it seen. Ever. Me, it strikes me as a game that if it doesn't come out, it's going to get leaked or something in some way. And then people are going to be like playing bootlegged fucking copies of it. What a fucking gong shot i can't yeah. believe this is reality i can't believe that there's this is actually a thing dude it is playstation deletes gamer girl fmv trailer following backlash <laughs> lols bro lols pretty good eh? they even call it gamer girl and she's she's literally water break the, she's, time she's li- know, yeah she's literally the thing that gamer girls hate being labeled as and they literally call it gamer Gamer girl girl. yikes yikes 
Yep. Yikes, bro. <laughs> Literally from the thing that she wears, everything. The ditzy, dumb shit, all of it, bro. It is a walking stereotype that is, let's be real, it isn't even a large portion of Twitch. It's just a portion that just overshadows all of the good, and they're making a game about it, which is only going to intensify the exact fucking shit that gamer girls go through on a regular fucking basis. It's actually, it's this, this is, this is a blatant exploit to get money, to get people talking and riled up. It's ridiculous. Like, I mean, it's, it's genius, but in the worst possible way ever, I need to play this. If this is, if this comes out and it's allowed, everybody's going to play this game, bro. Everybody's going to play this game. It's true. I think Twitch bans it if it comes out. I think Twitch bans it. What a fucking gong show. Just like they banned, uh, who is it? So- who is it? Soda Poppin? Got banned here again? I don't What's know. I, I know he like- had a video about him. Yeah. Why he, he got banned, but it was a big troll video. I didn't yeah, even know if he actually got banned. Yeah, it was like a 24 hour ban or whatever because he was playing VR chat or whatever in some like VR girl in the, in the, the zone he went to, which is in fairness to Twitch, he went there because it's a fucking, like, sex dungeon fucking uh, zone. So he was, like, looking for it. He was looking for some stupid shit, and then it happened, and Twitch was like, all right, well, you know. So, yeah. And then he made a meme video about it. It was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, we've got, oh, another yikes moment. Uh, Philip Muchin, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. I'm just going to call him... Um, uh, Philippe plagiarized this guy who plagiarized his review when he was working for IGN or he was he was uh, this this happened I think a year or two ago uh, it was when he reviewed Dead Cells and by he reviewed Dead Cells I mean he took somebody else's review of Dead Cells and then put it mm. up on IGN um, which you know kicks, kicked off a, a a big investigation for IGN and other sites that use outsourced reviewers doing this kind of shit. So, um, yeah, it was taken from a, a YouTube reviewer. Actually, I, I, fuck, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, that did the original review right now off the top of my head. But anyway, um, so that whole thing went down. Obviously he was fired. Yeah, of course the internet shit all over him because he's an idiot. He's an asshole. He literally took word for word this review somebody else's review and pawn it off to get paid for it on boomstick gaming. That was it. So time has passed and he decides he's going to break back in to the market. Use a little bit of his infamy. So what does he do? He goes, he's on YouTube and he posts a new dead cells review on YouTube. And then in the midst of all that, he decides that he's going to play victim on this bad boy mm. and start talking some shit and attacking his colleague from IGN who was trying to help him at the time. So in case you're wondering, this Philip dude is a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, people were saying he deserves a second chance, which he probably did. 
And now he's successfully blown that second chance. Uh, and now he should be laughed out of the video game journalism market for the rest of his life uh, at this point. You know what would have been badass? If IGN uh, hired the guy. A that, boomstick? Yeah. And yeah. they're like, you're fired. You're, you're hired. hired. <laughs> that would have been fucking gangsta as fuck. That would have been gangster as fuck. Would have been amazing, bro. And the guy who did the review probably would have been like, holy shit, what an opportunity. <laughs> fuck that right up. So any second chance he deserved is gone. Uh, and now just fuck him. And uh, he's gone. I mean, we're talking about doing a review for a, a for a. I, mean, I just it's nuts to me. I, I look writing reviews isn't easy, but it's also not so hard that you need to plagiarize if you're getting paid money to do it. Yeah. If IGN is paying you money to write a review, it's not even an eighty-hour-long game. We're talking about a game fucking take you like twelve, fifteen hours of your life, and then you write a review. Which, if you're a halfway decent writer. It might take you an hour and a half to three hours, depending on the game uh, and how complex things are or how many comparisons you can make to other games. You can make it a little longer or shorter. And that's it. And then you have to do a voiceover, which, again, for a review, which I average about 2,500 words for a review, uh, for a voiceover, to, to get it all good, probably an hour and a half, two hours, depending on how well you're reading that day. It's not a lot of, it's, it's not, like, it's a lot of work, but it's not so hard that plagiarizing is the fucking answer to your problem. And so fuck this guy. All right. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, actually pretty big news in general, even though it's, you know, kind of, I guess, whatever to some people. Rocket League is going free to play this summer. Mm, They're making that. the full transition to free to play. I think that's going to be relatively big for its esports scene. Anything yep. that gets to go free-to-play is going to get a, a, a some sort of bump to its esports scene. And, mm -hmm. of course, obviously it recognizes that people have been with them for a really long time. They've spent a lot of money in the game. And so there are things that they are doing. You can go to their announcement. You can see the list of things that they're doing for people that have already bought and been with the game for many years now. You're getting some kind of... Uh, it's not like they're giving you fucking money back or some shit. Not that they mm -hmm. should. This game's been out for ages. But you're getting something, at least, for being somebody that's stuck with them for as long as you have. And so there is something there. And yeah, then it's going to go free to play. So there you go. And Rocket League is absolutely still a thing. It's yep. eSport is actually not... It's pretty good. Yeah. The casters are really good uh, for Rocket League. I mean, they, a lot of other eSports could use casters that are as good as the ones that are in Rocket League. Uh, and, uh, uh, it's, it's actually very exciting to watch the, like Rocket League is one of those games where the, where the entry point for skill is pretty low and the mm. skill ceiling is just fucking bonkers. Go watch an esport event for, for Rocket League and then go and try and do even attempt casually to pull off anything that you watch. Yeah. I can't do it. It's not, it's not going to happen. Can't do it. I played right. that game for like 200 plus hours. I can't even approach doing like 50% of what the bench warmer in Rocket League can do. It's crazy. The kids are nuts. Uh, next up after that, Shin Megami, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Uh, this was the third Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne is getting an HD remaster that's coming to the Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Switch. 
to go alongside with the Switch-exclusive fifth game in the series, which is yet to be released, that is forthcoming, but it is a Switch-exclusive. And, uh, and so that's actually pretty exciting for people who are big fans of SMT. Um, they're all really good games. They're all extraordinarily long is the problem. If you play SMT games, they are the only games you play. Mm. Um, Nocturne is probably 140 hours. Damn. <laughs> If you're really play, if you're not just like mainlining it and just bom- like bombing through it, you're looking at a hundred plus hours easy for almost any of the SMT games. Uh, and so, uh, and in that there was a cool. I don't think I retweeted it, but somebody did like a breakdown because the SMT games include, um, you know, the Persona series, which is an offshoot. They're both they're ba- they're basically they all happen in the same universe, but they're just. Uh, offshoots of two characters that started in uh, the franchise early on. One went one direction, one with the other, and then that's kind of the breakdown on on both series: the Persona series on one side, and and the other um, one on the other. So, you can, if you're interested in that stuff, you want to get into them. They are very, very good games, but my God, they are long. You you are dedicating some fucking time if you're hopping into them. Uh, next up. In uh, news that's a long time coming and probably should have been a thing for ages now, Metacritic is now requiring 36 hours uh, of a game being launched before users can post reviews on the site. That's good. That I think is that's good. A good thing. That's a really good thing. Um, and so, yeah, this, there you go. And, and if, if I'm going to be honest with you, I think it should be that for everything. I think it should be that for professional reviewers, whether they got the, the, the game before the release or not. I think it should be after for pretty much everyone. Uh, I think it will help ensure that the reviewers are taking their time with the games and not in a rush. A lot of developers will give um, uh, reviewers copies of games like 48 hours out uh, from the review embargo being lifted and uh, the game going live and they have to rush through the game and rush a review, and and it's all in the hopes of just getting a slightly higher review score. And mm. so uh, I, I think it would be best if everything was just wait, you know, 36 hours after, and then start posting reviews. Give everyone time to, you know, sit and think about it, breathe on it. But at the very least, it is nice to see user reviews because obviously they're trying to reduce how much review bombing happens on the release day uh, or even in some cases like we saw before release day with The Last of Us, people posting up reviews, they hadn't even got the hand, their hands on the game yet, and just giving it one-star reviews. So, definitely a long time coming. Uh, but certainly, uh, certainly going to go a long way in helping the review bombing, for sure. Yeah. It uh, needs to Like, why in the fuck are you able to review a game before it's launched before it's launched it makes it actually makes no it makes no fucking sense like at most at most they should do like a first uh, like a quick look you know what i'm saying like hey these are my first impressions first impressions of the game not full-blown reviews like hey i picked up this game here's my you know the first couple hours this is my first initial uh, opinion on the game and then a full-blown review a few days after to give everybody a chance and not only that it, even if you even if you got the game before the game came out and you played all of it i like the fact that you have to wait a few days because 
it allows the reviewer to actually take time to think about what they played, to gather their thoughts, and put something on paper. doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't write a review the moment you're done, because you can, but if you have to wait a few days, you might actually start thinking about the game a little bit and then go, you know what? Eh, maybe I'll change this. Maybe I'll change that because it can work both ways. It can work on the, I didn't really like this game all that much, or it can work on, I thought I really liked this game, but maybe I didn't love it as much as I initially thought. Now that the honeymoon phase is over, you know what I mean? Uh, it just give it a few days. Like what's this bombing and the, all the fake reviews. I mean, we've talked about it before. It, it just muddies the water. It's, it's bad. It's, it's kind of shitty for the ones that actually play the game fully give their honest opinion, but I would much rather have everybody regulated on the, on the, on the same time that they can release the reviews opposed to having review bombs because it's hurting the games or it's fake pushing the games to, to making it seem to be this great thing. So everybody rushes out to go buy the game right away and they realize it's not actually what people are saying it was. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And there there have been times in the past where reviewers have been called out for obviously not completing the game before reviewing it, where they're just reviewing it largely on the opening parts of the game. And then yep. and then what started happening too is some developers will make the beginning parts of the game like the, the opening eight hours super amazing or whatever, and then just it just dies. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. I don't think it's the only thing that they're going to have to do, but it's definitely something that they, that they should do. And, and it's a good start. I agree. Uh, next up we've gotten, you can just watch it there. It's a little Twitter video. It's only about 30 seconds long. Jeff, the, if you haven't seen it already, the jet set radio future, spiritual successor, bomb rush, Cyberfunk, which is a fantastic name, much better than avowed, uh, is, uh, was announced. It's being done by... Uh, a relatively well-known indie developer that did uh, what's the game that they did? And I'm not I'm blanking on it right now. I should have wrote it down. Anyway, it's literally Jet Set Jet Radio Set. Future. Why are they just not making Jet Set? Because Sega has the rights to it, and oh. Sega won't do shit with the franchise. They won't remaster it. They won't. They won't fucking make a new one. Uh, people have been blowing up the the uh, the uh, the composer Hideki uh, Namanuma. I think is his name N- Naganuma. Uh, for years, asking him to make a new one. He's like, guys, I'm the composer. I made the music. I have no pull at Sega. They just hired me to make the music for this game. Mm. Uh, but people have been chomping at the bit for Jet Set Radio for years, and yeah. Sega just refuses to do anything with it. And so somebody said, fuck it. We'll make it. We'll take the rollerblades out. You're still going to slide on fucking rails and shit. We'll just take the rollerblades out, and we'll make a new one. And then they went and hired... Hideki Namanuma, Naganuma, so the original composer's on board, so you're basically going to get a brand new Jet Set Radio uh, game. Hopefully they do well. It looks... Another game like that, that, that on a TV, a nice big good TV yeah. is going to look fucking fire. Yeah. Uh, and the soundtrack is probably also going to be fire. Yeah. Alright, well... So, missed that bus there, Sega. But at this point, Sega has to basically hope that this game somehow bombs and then come out with their own jet set radio future no, if they even give a shit well, it's either that or they realize like oh my fuck these guys just did so well uh maybe we should actually release the jet set radio future this maybe. might actually help us get one. Oh, they're the they're the guys that made lethal league that was the game i was trying to think of so they made lethal league which is uh, a well-known game so 
There you have it. Jet cool. Set Radio Future finally getting some props. I don't know if they have a release date for it or, or not yet. I don't think they did, but anyway, it looks good, it, and I've got high hopes. Hopefully, they knock it. Excuse me, knock it out of the park. Although somebody brought it up to me and said, well, why are you surprised that they haven't done a Jet Set Radio? You're talking about the company who, with their flagship mascot in Sonic, their last good game was made by not even themselves. They outsourced it to a bunch of fans to make the game. Like, Sega is a bit lost in the weeds when it comes to their, their own intellectual properties, so I guess I shouldn't be all that surprised. Lastly, we have a bit of a correction. It seems that 2K21 will actually be 70 US dollars, not 80. That's still $10 more uh, than it was before. And so that would mean, uh, I guess, like an $89 Canadian, probably. Or 84 If it's If it's 79 um, then that's pretty much par for the course. But uh, yeah, it's 70 US dollars for 2K21 and not 80 as we had uh, learned the other week. Mm-hmm. And that's it, Jeff. Are you ready to do a sellout? That's all the news we got for gaming this week. You yeah, ready to sell out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got uh, we got Patreon.com slash lag TV. Uh, Patreon numbers have been going up, guys. So uh, big thank you to the ones that just keep on supporting this uh, this little podcast we have here. Um, yeah, we're we're back over 350 Patreons. So uh, thank you everybody that uh, continues to to show love over there. Um, We've got Elgato. Um, I mean, you hear me talk about it every week. They've got tons of great products from Stream Decks all the way now to microphones. Um, I've actually been using my Wave 3. Uh, it's great, easy to set up, uh, plug and go, extremely, extremely well-priced for what you get. It's it's actually the best Plus, uh, USB microphone money can buy right now at that price point. It there's it's literally it's not even close. Um, and the only problem is it's sold out everywhere. It I, people have been in my chat all the time trying to find one, trying to get one. Um, so just keep an eye out. Wait for more um stock to come in. Obviously, with the whole Rona stuff and things like that, I'm gonna assume that. It probably plays a factor in how much stuff is 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 available and being able to get recirculated as quickly as possible. Um, but uh, more stuff seems to be popping up every other week, every week. Uh, but then it just sells out super fast. So keep an eye out for the waves, uh, the wave products, which is uh, Elgato's new microphones. Absolutely worth the money, guys. Um, especially if you are a beginner streamer or if you're just looking for a good microphone for your desktop. Uh, just for just general talking on discord skype whatever um it's there it is uh we also have uh nordvpn if you guys don't already have a vpn service now is the time to pick it up um our contract ends real soon huh real soon so uh, i'm gonna be talking with them later on this week so now's the time for the push guys if you're ever interested in the nordvpn Now's the time to run out there, show some love, show some support, use the promo code OTT, get 70% off. Link is in the description of the YouTube video, or you can go to www.nordvpn.com slash OTT. Super easy. Uh, make sure that you guys go and cop 
your VPN service. Stay safe. Stay anonymous on the interwebs. Protect your IP address, whether you're public or you're just from home. Uh, master your IP to watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming services and have the ability to watch and have uh, access to content on the Internet that you typically would not be able to access because of your region. Also, you can bypass data caps from your ISP provider. You can do so much with these and with a 30-day money-back guarantee, if it is not doing what you want it to do, you get your money back within 30 days, no questions asked, guaranteed. So you can basically try it out for essentially for free for 30 days. Um, if you don't like it, you can get your, your, uh, your guap back. And uh, yeah, you can have up to six simultaneous devices. So really, you only need one account for essentially the whole family. And uh, yeah, go in and pick them up. They've been a big supporter of the podcast. This is the push. Get out there and get it done so that when I go to them about contract negotiations, I got some firepower behind me where I can say, hey, they still eating it up like hotcakes at McDonald's. And that's it. It's time for tech support. Not yet. Movies. and Oh, well, I guess like I guess movies and TV briefly. Yeah. Mike Tyson is fighting Roy Jones Jr. in September. In an exhibition match. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I'll watch it. Of course you I, Dude, everyone's going to watch everyone's this. You can watch this. 54-year-old yeah. fucking Mike Tyson fighting a beat-up Roy Jones Jr. I just well, saw Roy Jones Jr. in a fucking YouTube video scene, a chiropractor, and the dude could barely fucking stand up straight, and he's going to take on a 54-year-old, relatively healthy Mike Tyson? Roy Jones Jr. is and has been for like the last decade a punching bag looking for paychecks. He's just been getting his ass beat. Just like it's just sad, and Mike Tyson's gonna go out there, and, and fuck it, him he's, up. he's just gonna get knocked the fuck out, bro. Mike Tyson, the dude, still looks real scary. You know, obviously he's not who he used to be. He's fifty four. Fifty four. But I mean, it's Roy Jones Jr. The guy has tits. Yes, he Supple looks like man breasts. Yes, legit. He's got man titties. He is not in shape. It's not going to happen. No, and no, I, <laughs> I don't dabble in chiropractor YouTube. It popped up uh, when I was watching. Um, when I was watching, um, his name's Greg. Not Doucette. Maybe it is. Canadian bodybuilder dude. Um, that uh, sounds like uh, sounds like fucking. The parrot from Aladdin, <laughs> and he, and that video, that video of Roy Jones popped up on the side. Uh, that's all I've got. Other than movies, TV, that was the show. Oh, I watched. Uh, well, well, what else? The, what else? We what else we got? You got something? Well, else? The, yeah, there's a little bit. Oh, okay, um, hook me up. Uh, Tenant getting okay. delayed. Okay, uh, again, and the reason is China uh, has mandated that any movies. Over two hours cannot be played in theaters. So at that point, Tenant was like, okay, well, um, probably can't do at least a, a worldwide release. Uh, we're looking at now, uh, I think it was like early September, where they could be releasing this movie in different parts of the world all at different times. So obviously, spoilers are going to be a thing. Um but anyway, it's still a fucking shit show out there. Things are changing all the time. 
Um, there's a bunch of theaters open now, but now they're, you know, changing things. Uh, what else was going on? I watched, Kayla and I watched um, Snowpiercer, the TV show on Netflix. Uh, I'm a big fan of the movie. Yeah, I saw the movie. It was good. Movie was good. The TV show, is it as good as the movie? No. But is it a good time? It's a good time. It is. It explores on the lore of Snowpiercer. Uh, it's a it's a much digger dive into the story, and obviously, since it is like ten hours long, um, and you know the possibility for another season, uh, it definitely goes in directions that you didn't see. Well, I saw most, of the, pretty much all of them coming, but it goes into a different direction than the movie did, uh, which was nice. And if you think of it from the movie as a standalone, it's a great thing. And then if you think of the TV show as another thing that isn't necessarily the movie, it's a good time. Uh, I would recommend it to people if you guys are looking for another series to watch. Uh, it's bingeable. Kale and I were doing two, three episodes a night until we finished it. Um, and it's not as jaw-dropping, edgy your seat at the end of every episode as, say, like, the lost it was where it's like shrouded in mystery and stuff, but it's almost got enough that at the end of every episode, it intrigues you more to want to see where it's going. It does a good job at getting you hooked in and hooked onto the next one and hooked onto the next one and hooked onto the next one. Um, and I really, really, really dug the lure of it. It's it. It isn't as in depth of say John wick could have been, because John Depp, uh, John Wick, kind of really pulled back the realm, uh, the the uh, the the helms when it came to lore, which was unfortunate. But they dug into it enough where it it almost felt like a John Wick, where uh, it's like, whoa! If they really, what I'm trying to say is, they can really do something special with this show as it continues to go because there's so much layers to this and it's really thought out well you could tell that the people that wrote the show really enjoyed the movie uh or movies because I, I do believe there was a foreign one and then there's uh, a north american version um and and they did a really good job at getting you hooked into this world this train uh so definitely go check it out i if I had to rate the first season out of 10, I'd give it like an eight and a half. Um, really enjoyed it. And if they come up with another season, um, I'm all for it. Like I'd actually be really excited if I heard season two is greenlit. And I think it will because it's been at the top of the charts for a hot minute. French Adam, uh, our favorite, uh, our favorite Frenchman said the trailer for season two already came out. There you go. You're ready. I'm, ex I'm excited. See? Uh, Em and I watched the, um, the old guard, I think is the name of the movie with, uh, Charlie. Oh Starin. yeah. Charlie Starin. Yeah. Is uh, it good? So we watched that. Uh, we saw like the night it came out, I saw all over Twitter people like being super negative about it. I mm. honestly didn't think it was that bad to be completely fucking honest with you. I heard too. It was decent. Uh, I, I would say it was probably a seven, probably a seven out of 10. Um, you know the the action was good the the concept was fun 
uh, behind it. I wouldn't mind seeing, and they set it up certainly for a second movie. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind seeing a second movie. Um, you know, it, it, uh, the combat in it, you know, you're everyone, everyone's now probably comparing shit to John Wick. It's obviously yeah. not John Wick, but there was certainly a lot of, of still very well thought out action pieces in, uh, yeah. in there that made it, uh, that made it fun to watch. And it was just, yeah, it was just a good solid action movie. It, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't crazy, but it was a good solid action movie. I'd say I I would say I did I'd enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed John Wick. Um, what, which one was the last one? That was three. three? Yeah. So Parab- as much as three or whatever it is, Parab- yeah. Parab- Parabellum. Parabellum. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it, I enjoyed it as much as three. Wow. Okay. Oh well. I mean, I don't. I'm not surprised because I mean, John Wick three was. I didn't love John Wick three. It, it, I, I, it was an okay movie, like it was in a serviceable. John- it was like breaching a seven out of 10 for a John wick movie. Um, so yeah, I mean the fact that you liked it as much or a little bit more it, it makes sense. Yeah, no, I, it was, it was, and you know, the lore that they have behind that movie yeah. is similar to John wick in that I wouldn't mind more getting more of that, but not too much because I think the lore hinges the interest of the storyline hinges a lot on knowing just enough about the lore to make it interesting. Gotcha. If you were to pull back the curtain a little too much, you need some mystery. You, you, need, need, you need to not know all the answers. Exactly. And I think yeah. that goes uh, a long way. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say it was a solid seven, uh, seven out of 10. And I, I'd be very happy if they did a second, which I think is totally their plan uh, for sure. And hopefully it does well enough that they'll be able to follow through with that. But that's it. That's all I got. Tech support. Tech support. Ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash lag TV is the place to go if you want to financially support this podcast and help us keep this bad boy going. If you do so at the $10 or higher tiers, then you have the ability to ask us questions every week when I post up a thing called tech support with the week and the number of the, of the podcast on it, which I believe this week was 162. Damn, we getting old. We are. We're getting up there. Let me uh, let me see here. Uh, refresh to make sure we get the most recent. And away we go. Yeah, there we go. Ah, uh, people are doing the liking thing again. There you go. Good stuff. I like it. Kimmitz asks, Adam and Jeff, are you guys much of a camper? Best, most hilarious camping experience plan on taking kids camping? I'm not a camper. Um, I'm not really an outdoorsy guy. Um, I mean, when I was in my teens, we used to go camping on like a little Island and I've told these stories many times where the, you know, we'd just get together and drink and fuck around with chicks and, you know, be high school kids. Um, but as an adult, uh, the last time I actually went to a campground was when I worked at Swiss chalet. So a long time ago, um, uh, one of my, my old, uh, manager, he had a trailer um, we're like a camper and he had like his own little spot at a campground and we went out there for a weekend and uh, we went with like fishing and you know, so it was like glamping a bit. It was like it glamorous was, camping. It like, yeah. It wasn't like a full blown in the woods with a tent. Um, it was very domesticated and there was other people that had their trailers and campers and you know, it was all right, but it's not, 
it's not my thing. It's not my thing. It's not my thing either. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was in I was in Cub Scouts when I was younger, so I did a fair amount of camping. Obviously, when I was part of the Cub Scouts, we we even in the winter time we went out and did camping. Obviously, not intense in the winter time, but we went out to uh, uninsulated cabins, which I can tell you was fucking cold. However, yep. uh did lots of it when I was with them, and then the last time I would have done uh, I would have done that would have been I mean shit. Not even real camping. It was just when we were younger, we uh, tent in the backyard type shit. Yeah. Uh, and that was, and that was it. You know, I've never been somebody that want to like, I love going on hikes. I don't mind. I love being in the woods when it's not a tick season like this year, where if you fucking walk three feet into the woods, you got a half million deer tick on you. But as far as like setting up camp and fucking camping, there, that does not interest me in the slightest. Mm. I'll go for the walk. I'll enjoy the outdoors. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take it all in. I'll see the stars. Then get me into a fucking bed somewhere. Do not put me in a tent. I'm not, I'm not about that life. I didn't hate it when I was younger, but it's not something that like I would sit down and say, Hey, I want to go camping right now. Dude, it's pretty crazy. When I was a teenager, I would say from the age of 16 yeah, I would say between 16 and, yeah, I guess really just 16 and 17. Majority of 16. I would say 80, 90% of the sex I had was in a tent. That's the kind of camping we all want to experience, Jeff. Yeah. If we're going to go camping, at least make it exciting. That, whether that's like tent in the backyard, tent in the woods somewhere, tent on an island somewhere, tent like just, I would yeah. say literally pushing 90% of the sex I had as a 16, 17-year-old. Well, you know, you're living at home. I mean, like that's unless it. the parents are gone, I mean, where else are you going to be doing it? That's it, right? And and I was like the tent, I was like the tent guy, bro. I had tents on tents. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd be like, you know, it's time to upgrade the sex dungeon. Let's go and get me a three, four, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something that has, there's something that has some, some nice, some, some space. It's true. Towards the end there were, we had a couple of big ass fucking tents. Big ass tents. Yeah, it's true. Big ass tents. It's true. Uh, <laughs> um, Alexa asks, is Lag TV reacts to Lag TV stone the table? Yes, we just have to hit that Patreon goal. That's you know, that's where we're at. Oh, let's get there. I mean, hey, I'm down. Like, and it's something we can do whenever. I'm I'm down, bro. Let's it's get easy to, to do it. What are we what are we going at? 3500 Is that where we're going? Is that uh, what we want? Think, or 20 or uh, I think it was three grand. Three grand. I don't even know. I think it was three. how many more? All right, let me see. It's, I don't even think it's listed on Patreon right now. I think oh, okay. uh, like I don't think I updated for that. I think I just left it at uh, at the light TV versus thing or whatever the fuck, but yeah. yeah, I think it was three. Boom. Boom. Uh, Mark Furry asks, I saw Randy Pitchford drop into chat on a stream I was watching. Uh, which game dev or exec would you want to come into your channel? <laughs> dude, dude, I'm gonna be gonna keep it a hundred. None. Yeah, I'm good with none. I really there are some I would like to talk to, but I wouldn't want them on my stream. That would just feel awkward as fuck. Like I uh I I still somebody would love to sit down and talk with the Miller brothers who did Mist and Riven. Would be fun. Yeah. But I, I, but there's nobody I would want to come to my stream 
Yeah. As, you know... I was like when Erez was jumping around streams when Realm Royale was a thing and just watching him defend his game was a fucking meme. You just, you don't want that shit. It makes you feel like you've got to friggin', you know, play the game a certain way or be kind to it or whatever you have to like keep, because you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to be the guy just shitting on it when they're right there, right? You're trying to be cordial. Um, let's see here. Oh, I'm checking out the likes here. We've answered that several times. Answer another day. Mm. Oh, Gownson asks, uh, YouTube or Twitch gives you a once in a lifetime offer. You can do one video or stream where the entire power of the platform will be put at your disposal, maximizing discovery. You'll be on the front page. You'll be recommended to everyone, etc. But it's only this one time. What content do you produce to use this opportunity with? I mean, I just do me. I mean, there's not, there's really not much else you can do because even if you were to artificially do something, they're going to find you out eventually. They're going to know, right? You might hook them in right away, but your first impression is everything. So, you know, for me, I just turn it up to the 10, you know, bust out chain mail, fucking do my crazy antics. Hopefully it's enough to get them hooked so that they get to know me and then enjoy me. Um, and then, you know, look forward to those things as they happen. Um, but I, I wouldn't, there isn't anything else I do because you just have to be you like, uh, that's just, <laughs> that's the only way to put it. That's the only, I, obviously I'd be more, I know I was on, right? Because there are times where you're on. So whether you get hosted by someone, you get front paged, um, you know, you've get a spike in viewers for whatever reason, you got to be as a streamer, be mindful of that and seize that moment. You know, you could make the argument, well, you should always be like that no matter what, but it's really hard to be at, at, at your 10 peak heightened ultra entertainment mode, eight, 10 hours a day. So you really got to take those, those moments of, of, of big viewership or um, the ability for someone to discover you and make the most of it. Though the vast majority of people that are diehard fans of what I do, a lot of them got hooked from a single moment. Wasn't necessarily from hanging out and be like, man, I really enjoy Jeff when he's really chill. Like a lot of it is they've come to like that, but a lot of it is it's a single moment in time. That time when he did this, he sang that, he put that on, he stabbed a TV, you know, that when she's fail episode, it, there, there is something that usually hooks them in. So you just got to try your best to create that moment for all of those people and hopes that some of it sticks. That's all I could do. Yeah. Uh, and we all know I'm not exactly a fucking entertainer. So me turned on to 10 and me turned on to one is basically the same thing. So for me, it's fucking whatever. Shit, I'll put the Final Fantasy VII Remake review on repeat, two out of five clickbait. <laughs> Let that shit run all day. 
<laughs> and then maybe, and then maybe just go on a fucking rant. That's the that's the that's the moments for me because I'm not an entertainer. The thing that people will like fucking come in and they'll always talk about is me ranting about something. Like my ability to just fucking machine gun out a rant for like 20 minutes is that that's my thing because I'm not an entertainer. I'm not a singer. I'm not a dancer. I don't have TVs to put swords through. I don't have chain mail to adorn myself with. <laughs> And even if I did, I don't think I'd make use of them very often because I'm too lazy to get up and put them on. There so, you, go. you know, uh, yeah, just, just, I'm, I'm, at, at my best, I'm a fucking, I'm an asshole critic, is me. So if that flies with people, otherwise, it's just chill. You show up to my stream, I'm playing a game that I'm going to fucking review, and you're just chilling. That's all there is. That's why I don't have a lot of, like, fucking Las Vegas flashy shit on my stream because... Uh, that ain't me, and I, I can't even pretend to be that if I wanted to. Not even a little bit. Uh, like, most of my comedy, I had to play off of somebody. That's why Jeff and I work really well on, on lag TV, is because I, get, I can play off of somebody else. I'm referential humor. I'm, I need something to, like... I, 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 Im, I can improv, but I need somebody... Like, like, like a lot of improv, it, it's better when you can play off of somebody else. So that's... Uh, that's why, uh, when I'm by myself, I end up just being quiet most of the time. Uh, this is a good one. This is where we're going to end it because Jeff has to, uh, to get himself ready to go here. Black Jimmy asks, Lag TV Alpha is the name of a Netflix 10 episode series sharing stories from your childhood. What childhood stories are you basing your 10 episodes on? Assuming each episode centers on a climactic event of some kind. Hmm. Say that one more time. So the the first the first part. So it's Lag TV Alpha. Yep. Is the name of a Netflix ten episode special series starring story or sharing stories from your childhood. Mm. What childhood stories are you basing your ten episodes on? Assuming each episode centers around a climactic event of some kind. Damn. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to just start rattling some stuff. In no particular order, I'm just going to start rattling some stuff off, and we'll see if it spurs some ideas for you, too. Okay. Throwing rocks at the king's property. That okay. night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where we had to get away from the, the cops, that whole thing. Uh, we were changing clothes, walking down the street, that whole fucking... We ran through the back of the woods. Everyone ran off that, that rock, and like it was so dark, nobody could tell. So it was just one person dropping off after the other. I ran directly into a tree. Uh, this is just, this is, so that was definitely that was definitely one. Uh, you jumping into the bush next to the house because the guy brought the dog outside and was looking for people with the dog. Mm. Uh, so that's one. Uh, two. Uh, I mean, you have to include the the fucking fruit fly episode. Yes, yes. we talked about it last week. It has to yes. be in there. Yes. Um. Uh, let's see. So we're, just going, we're just going for for like the most, the most iconic story. The, 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 yeah, like the the childhood moments that could like create a ten episode series with. Obviously, Diz's dad coming back the fire. Obviously, fire. that's yeah. got to be one. Flies the uh, the the rock situation. Um, I'm gonna say um, your nuts, your nuts getting smacked off the uh, off the bike. Yeah, me running into the back of the of the park car and fucking my balls up. We got to go with the paintball shooting. Paintball shooting. I'm going to say uh, Arbeek lighting himself on fire. Yes. 
also is, very good. It's definitely a good one. Um, if you don't know that story, I'll give you the the short version of it. One of the uh, guys were dumb enough. We found a two liter bottle of uh, like a two liter Pepsi bottle that for whatever reason had gasoline filled all the way to the brim. And so we did what anyone would decide to do at that age, and that's start a big-ass fire. So we went to a place called The Pit, and we started a big-ass fire. Uh, this was at, like, fucking 11 o'clock at night or whatever. And uh, this guy uh, picks up the bottle and decides he wants to write his name in gasoline so that it looks cool in fire. What he doesn't do is write it in gasoline first and then light it on fire. What he tries to do is start from the fire and write his name. <laughs> Not knowing or being wise enough to know that the fire is going to skip directly into the bottle, explode, and catch his entire body on fire like he was some sort of B-movie fucking stunt double running around a set. He then ran away from the water that was in the area and didn't roll for a while, losing his eyebrows, getting burns on both legs, and subsequently no longer being able to hang out with us for the remainder of his of his teenage years because his mother uh, thought we were all psychopaths because her do- her son was stupid enough to use a bottle of gasoline to try and write his name in in uh, in the dirt. Um, so that's one. I'm gonna say, man, what are childhood ones? Uh, <laughs> building our last camp that was the two story that we may or may not have co opted some lumber. Uh, in order to do in broad daylight, um, just a a a, 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 a fucking row of, of children like worker ants carrying fucking two by six out of a fucking lumber yard across a highway in broad daylight, and nobody questioned it. And then we built a two story camp that was the size of a house. Uh and then we had to tear it down because some old lady got tired of it and called some authorities and it was technically government property, so we had to take down the camp. Uh, uh fuck. Street I Wars mean, episode. Remember the st- Street Wars episode? We had the Street Wars episode. We all had weapons. Yeah, we just like throwing fucking rocks at each other and fucking spearing each other with shit and put. You know, we talked about this before. One of them put underneath the fucking like oh, yeah, in the camp with the fucking all the rocks on the top. All the these massive shit. ass boulders on top with a, like a, just a, a a pull pin like stick, and they were like you. We took captives and put them underneath there with the threat that if you moved, we'd mm-hmm. knock the stick and the whole thing would come down. And you'd be like crushed by fucking boulders. Bro, I'm telling you right now, man, my son, when my son gets a little older and, he, and he's, you know, he's a teenager, like a young teen, I'm going to be like, bro, I know what the fuck y'all do out there. Don't do any of that stupid <laughs> fucking shit because I'm not, I'm not going to feel f- sorry for you when you're all fucked up and I got to take your ass to the goddamn hospital because you're doing some dumb shit. Yeah. Diz threw a knife into my knee. Yeah, that's great. During the street wars. Awesome. Had a pocket knife, and he threw it like he was trying to be a ninja star and went into my knee. Um, Bro, there's, there's, there's so, there is so many. I, I, dude, that's why it's imperative <laughs> that we be able to sit down and rewatch <laughs> some of these old episodes. Because I'm telling you, the amount of cringe and just lulls in that series would be, dude, the shit is going on 10 years old we're going on a decade come october 28th it'll be a decade since we created leg tv november 1st first first uh video comes out and by february i think it was february 
We had When Cheese Fails 101. Yep. And it was all downhill from there. All downhill from there. You know what the last episode is, Jeff? This is the day that we found all the guys in Diz's bedroom watching porn together and just fucking spanking it and the windows were steamy and we couldn't find them anywhere on the street. We went to find them. (laughs) (laughs) And one guy pops his head up from underneath the fucking curtain at the window. What the He was like, yeah, what do you guys want? Like, you guys could have come out and fucking hang out? And then we found out later on it was like a bunch of dudes. (laughs) One in the top bunk, one in the bottom, one in the computer chair, one in the other side. Everyone's got blankets over over themselves just fucking watching. What the fuck are you idiots doing? (laughs) (laughs) It's a great way to end the 10 episode series. Yeah. What, What suspense. (laughs) yeah brian's blanket story (laughs) did you hear that this is like part of the uh, the fucking uh shitty games done slow brian's telling a story where a similar story actually where Uh a uh a friend of a friend of his or whatever when he was younger uh you know teen whatever and he had a bunch of games uh he had like a bunch of systems and brian probably like he asked brian want to come over play uh, come over and hang out play some games brian was like yeah i want to go over play some games get all these consoles and shit he goes over and he hauls he gets there he's not playing games he hauls out two blankets and he hands one to brian and he turns on support and brian's like what the fuck do you expect to be happening here and he was like, it's what? not gay. It's, it was, it's like, this is not gay. We both got blankets over our dicks. <laughs> bro, it's like, bro, you got the wrong idea. idea. I just want to play some games. Some video games, bro. <laughs> this is not the game I came here to play, bro. God damn. I came here for some gaming. Blanket, <laughs> bro. Fucking straight hands of a blanket. It's still hard and crusty. Did you even wash the jacket? <laughs> uh, damn, bro. Yeah, it was funny. I haven't heard that, haven't heard that story. Yeah, the way he tells that, it's on, that's on the Shitty Games Done Slow like compilation video. I'll have to check Fucking, it out. Oh, my God, dude. That shit. I was dying when he said that. I was like, this just somehow makes it less gay. <laughs> Here's a blanket. <laughs> Here's a blanket. Let's watch uh, some porn together. I'll like, pass, bro. Well, the Thank question, you. The question that came into my mind was like, if he did this with you, how many other people is he trying to <laughs> <this> with? <laughs> Just inviting every, inviting everybody over to fucking play some, to play some video games and get you in the house. It's like his little, like a little mini predator coming over here. Let's grab the blanket, bro. I'm not cold. <sighs> <laughs> prepare your body i got the good stuff and you know the porn back then is probably like fucking vcr dvd so you know, i don't even know i don't even know i've been downloading this shit on limewire for four days bro wait you you're, not, you're not gonna believe it i got through all the trojan horses <laughs> and i got to the good stuff finally it was under soldier boy tell him <laughs> Wasn't even the song, bro. <laughs> video, but it was Grab a pleasant blanket. surprise. Here's yeah. a blanket. Here's a blanket. You're gonna need it. Oh fuck, that's Yikes. funny. That's funny. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's another technical health podcast. <laughs> We're out of here. We'll see you what? guys next week with some more <laughs> gaming news and probably God knows what else that will involve sex and allergies. Uh, hit the like button. Yes. On YouTube. Smash the like button and uh, rate us if you can on iTunes if they even still allow you to rate things on iTunes these days. 
Uh, and, uh, and of course, uh, send us a comment on YouTube if you can, along with that, like goes a long way. Seriously. It's the only thing that matters on YouTube anymore. YouTube it's the only just, thing that matters. The only other thing you do on YouTube is make like fucking clickbait uh, titles with clickbait thumbnails and just like debate people into content. It's garbage. Dude, it's, likes on YouTube. Everything literally gets you views. Like if you don't get likes, your content doesn't get shared. Like if you go to, I, I challenge you guys, if you go to any YouTube video that has like hundreds of thousands of views, tens of thousands of views, they have thousands of likes. I mean, even thousands of dislikes doesn't still matter. help it's, you. It's, it's just engagement. It's, it's that's it. It's, it's their crazy. only metric. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. So like if we have 4,000 people watch a video, like watch the podcast on YouTube and 2,000 of those half hit the like button. The podcast, the podcast is going to fucking, it's going to go up so much faster. That's why every YouTuber is like, it'll really help me if you just hit that like button. Take a second, hit that like, ding, 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 ding. And it's the, it's the channels that they train to actually go and hit the like button as soon as the video comes out. That, that That's the ones that grow. It's the, the, peop, the, the, the people that are watching the stuff. If they don't interact, they don't leave a comment, they don't like a video, then, you know, essentially you're just watching the, you're just watching the content. It's not getting shared. It's just yeah. how it is. It's this sad, but how, it's just the way it, it is. It's not how YouTube used to run, but it is now. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching and listening, as always, and supporting us on Patreon. It means a great deal. We'll see you guys next week for another Technical Alpha podcast. And until we do, stay safe out there. For the love of God, wear a fucking mask, you asshole. Uh, and if you're in the U.S., just stay inside, because at this point, if you walk outside, a soldier's going to fucking take your life. Just fucking stay inside. <laughs> Mm. And don't go anywhere. It'll all be over soon enough. We hope. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Peace out.